This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Vaseline Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. So I'm coming down the steps. Sometimes I wish we had a visual here for this show, and it wasn't just a podcast show. I see the corner of this little yellow car, and I'm like, yep, Ray and Aaron are here. My guests today, Ray and Aaron Everham. So tell us about this car, this hot rod that you brought down today. Well, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, you know, we've, we're just around the corner from, from uh, our shops, not far from here. Yeah. So we got this really cool California hot rod. I'm not really sure if it's legal to drive on the street in North Carolina. Uh, open headers, you know, no front brakes. But it was built in the 60s. It's actually called the chicken coop. So what better to bring my wife over than that? It's got a really chopped top, no seat belt on her side. As I said, it's <laughs> it's got drag slicks on the back. You know, So, uh, yeah, we just drove it over. Well, the good thing is, is you're that close. So I'm not too worried about your safety just to get from here to there. <laughs> I think that if they started writing tickets, it would take them a while uh, mm-hmm. to give me some tickets on that. So hopefully the police won't stop us. Yep. How was the ride over, Aaron? Um, well, it, of course, it just happened to be when NASCAR Technical Institute got out. Oh, so gosh. there's like 900 cars out there. But it was eventful. And but then you stopped traffic with the car. Oh, the yeah. O- people were a lot of thumbs up yeah. out the windows. Yeah. But yeah. I love how Ray had seatbelts and I didn't. I was, what's up yeah. with that? Yeah. I'm saying you drive back on the way home. That's just. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron, you've been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Lots has been happening in y'all's world since you were here. And we're always caught up on, on what's going on there. But new baby Kate. She's not new anymore, almost a year old, my gosh. Yeah. So how's life as a new parent, new mom for you, and second time around for you, Ray? Um, <laughs> life is pretty incredible. It's amazing to be a mom, but it's very challenging <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. But, yeah, yeah I people ask about it. I say it's the most amazing experience, and I love every minute of it, but it's also one of the toughest things I've ever done. Yeah, so elaborate there. Well, That's a juggling thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> Everyone tells you your life's going to change, and until you experience it, you really don't you have know no idea yeah. how. But she's incredible, and to watch her grow and to learn, and it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome to know. It's like a miracle. You created this this person, but then you don't get much sleep, and she's <laughs> up in the middle of the night, and I mean, she's doing really well now, but those first few months were like, whew. Yeah. This is uh, harder than any sprint car or race car career I've yeah. ever had. And for you, Ray, you're you're doing this. You're, you're Ray J. How old is Ray J? Ray J is 25. He'll be 25. It's really Gosh. neat. They're um, only a week apart. Uh, they're, they're 25 <laughs> years uh, and a week apart. 25 years and a week. 24 years and a, and a week apart. Yeah. But it really is amazing because... Uh, a, when, you, when Aaron says, watch her grow, she really means that because it's like, <laughs> whoa, she, she wore those pajamas last week and now she's not even close. But I missed so much of that in Ray J's early life, A, because I was on the road uh, 200 days a year and he was so sick when he was a baby. You know, I just didn't realize how much. Uh, I missed, and uh, we're really enjoying it. And the neat thing is we're getting to enjoy it as a family. It's brought Ray J closer to us as a family. He loves his little sister. He loves being a big brother. And it's I'm very fortunate to be able to experience that now yeah. because I, I would never have realized I missed that much. So it, every day that she looks at me, it's just amazing. Or And then I watch her with him, and I think, all right, this is cool. now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only have 15-year spread, you know, with my kids. Yep. But, you know, it is, you're, you think about things so much differently for me from when I was 27 with my first kid till I was 38, you know, having the third one. And how you enjoy those moments and what you take, you know, just how you take it in and, and all of those days. I still look at Wyatt and go, I just can't believe that. <laughs> 
you were a little baby, you know, and, and here you are four years old. So backwards, though, a little bit from the girl-boy thing. I mean, th- these girls are hard, and you're going to be older when you're, like, yeah. dealing with this <laughs> yeah. crap I'm dealing with now with a 15-year-old. Yeah, teenage but, years. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why, you know, I've got a lot of these guys now. Um, you know, Ray J is 25. I've got some young guys that work for me. I know a lot of young pit crew guys, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to let those guys, I'm going to put them under contract and say, look, you protect her. <laughs> when she's 13, 14, 15 on up, 16, keeping an eye on her. So her and I have already had the long talk about what she can do and can't do in the future, choices with wardrobe and, and things <laughs> like that. You know, This um, conversation <laughs> happened on like day one. And it's going to be ongoing, <laughs> I'm afraid to tell yeah. you. <laughs> He's telling her the first night, she was born at 2.30 in the morning. So, of course, we didn't obviously sleep that night. And Ray's holding her, and I'm like, kind of out of it and I hear him talking to her about <laughs> you know you can be have a volleyball career because she's tall she's long uh, and then he's going on to say that you can be in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition but I don't know about the ESPN Body Edition but <laughs> that's a little bit too risky but he's given her it was like the first night and he's given her this I lecture on her whole he had her whole life planned out yeah I love it well what better time I mean yeah. like on the first you know uh, we sorted that out first day of her life it's like look I hey. and so when that comes up I can look at her and say look I told you this. You, I, I absolutely <laughs> did. You're going to be looking at her yeah. and saying, remember this conversation? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's pushing volleyball, but yet there's not one volleyball in her life, but she's got like 10 cars already. Yeah. <laughs> so Wait, I, I wanted to talk about that. And I want to talk about your show, um, Velocity, and how that's going Americana. Specifically, yeah, the Kiddalak, how's, you know, this car <laughs> thing. I mean. Well, we're going to let her make her own choice. I just want to make sure that she's got a lot of nice cars to choose from she's if she decides options. to go yeah, that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> certainly, we'll, we'll um, get anything with sports we'll help her with, but uh, if she does choose to go cars, I want to make sure that she knows that she's got a mechanic, a sponsor, we're ready to go if that's what <laughs> she chooses. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that will be high on the list of choices. Well, you know, there's going to be a lady race driver that breaks through and really does it. You know, each time somebody comes along that, you know, and and, and go back to, to Shauna and then what Erin did and now what Danica's doing, and it gets better every time. So by the time Kate's old enough, women may be ruling the roost hey. down in NASCAR, and I want to make sure she's ready. I'll be right there. <laughs> make sure she's ready. I'll have her back for yeah. sure because I, I, I want that to happen so bad. Um, I need to meet Kate soon. I need to tell her a few things. Get her under so, contract. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what's been one of your challenges just as parents? You know, knock on wood, she's been healthy and and doing well sleeping at night. So I think the biggest challenge for me was the adjustment of lack of sleep. And suddenly <laughs> your life is like number two and hers is number one. But it it really has gone, I think, pretty smooth. It has. The biggest challenge for me has just been space stuff. Like there's oh, no way geez, well, there's no way that one child could have that much stuff. I've this. lost my garage. I've lost my office. I've lost. And the, there's just. Your kitchen, your I family come in there room. And go, Do we, is, are we have a daycare here? There's no way this stuff all belongs to one child. You sound like my husband. Oh. <laughs> so he comes in in the evening, and I've already kind of cleaned up before he came in the door because I know this is going to be an issue. So he's like, "What? what is this? What's all this stuff? I'm like, you have to entertain her. So occasionally Ray will get up early in the morning and help me out and, and spend some time with her and let me sleep. And I come out, and there is a bigger mess than I've ever made. And he's like, well, I had to keep her entertained. I'm like, thank you. Remember <laughs> That's that. That's why I provided all this Remember stuff. Remember that when you come home at yeah. night. 
Yeah, L-Dub says the same thing. He's like, how many toys can we have, you know? And every time, like, he always, when Wyatt wants something, he's like, okay, well, you can ask for that for your birthday or Christmas. You know, that's a birthday or Christmas. And I'm like, oh, God, get that next week. What do you <laughs> mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep him entertained. And he's going to learn from it. Great. Let's go get it. And, Order. Yeah, and baby, they get bored with you. Like, uh, you're on a time limit with them. Like, in yeah. 20 minutes, they're bored with you. It's on to something else. Oh, Let's yeah. go. You just and you better be ready. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. have enough stuff. We have more battery-powered cars in our garages than we own our own cars. <laughs> Seriously. between We have a lot from Carson and Kennedy that have just kept making their rounds. And then, you know, Wyatt's got the four-wheeler, and he's got the Dell Jr. 88 car, and he's got a power John Deere tractor, and, you know, the list just goes on. Well, so you got to have choices. Yeah. I mean, you got to have choices. Yeah, we got I two Barbie Jeeps. we got a number eight Lightning McQueen car. We, wow, I, mean, we I don't know where I'm yeah. bringing Kate. Yeah, <laughs> pedal cars. I mean, you know, you'll have your own. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. She already has a few. Yeah, you'll have your own. So, very cool. So, Aaron, are you back into any of the things that you were doing prior to being a mom in terms of stunt driving and instructing and done any stunt driving since but really the opportunity hasn't come about yeah um i'm going back to bmw i've kind of told them that i'm ready to come back on a really part-time basis because it's a long day i drive an hour and 40 minutes each way so i basically would like be leaving before she got up and possibly even being home after she went to bed yeah. so i'm a little hesitant to just hop right back into that but i am going to start doing some radio coming up here in the near future i don't think they've announced it yet so oh great cool so you know, I'm helping a little bit with Americana, but for the most part, I'm mom. So talk to me about the process for Americana, because I didn't realize that you wrote the show yourself. Yeah. And how that goes. And well, it's not, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you, you and, and Dale do. It's like all your, you get to meet so many cool people and see so many cool cars. All you're really doing is telling the story of what you've seen. So, you know, I've been on the road for a, a long time, <laughs> longer than I'm willing to admit, and you meet a lot of great people that have great car stories, and I love the history of the vintage race cars and muscle cars, and we decided, hey, what if we took a camera with us and just really kind of told this story, and so I do write uh, the, the story for Americana. I, I do write, I work with writers on the body of the show, but everything that I say, I write, and, and I enjoy it, enjoying the time behind the camera, helping with the editing and doing things like that, producing the show is is neat. It's a, it's a lot like being a crew chief, really, because you're, you've got an end game and you've got a, a product and a vision the way you see it, and you're working with a team of camera guys and editors and sound people. And, you know, as you know, you've been through it, and, and, and it's fun when you see that, that end product. So Americana is doing well. We've got uh, um, uh, actually a, a show tomorrow night that is about an old hot rod that we found that hadn't run in 65 years. We put it back together and tried to make it go as fast as they did in Bonneville in 1952. Oh, wow. So really cool show. And then we end our season with a one-hour special on a Dan Gurney car that we found. I, I found uh, several pictures of Dan Gurney and your dad uh, racing at uh, Riverside. And uh, Dan you has better some get those up on the old yeah, photo stream. Really <laughs> nice deal. Uh, <laughs> it, it, we, we do. I think uh, I, 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 I sent them to Dale, and he's got some of them uh, on there. But it's, uh, you know, again, just a lot of fun doing the show, getting to be able to tell these stories. So we're working hard to try and get more shows. You know, television is a tough business. But it's fun, so if you uh, if you enjoy the show, make sure you tell Velocity. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you hear that, folks? Uh, the uh, show airs at 9 o'clock Eastern on Thursday nights, and it, we can just follow it on Americana yeah. or on the Velocity uh, yeah. uh, website. But I think I think you can even get us on iTunes now. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're thinking about trying to do some karaoke in the show, but, you know, for <laughs> iTunes as well. But So I wanted to talk a few minutes, Ray, just with your relationship with Jeff and seeing him go into retirement. For me, being in the sport, it's the really the first person that I've really paid attention to for the retirement process, right? I mean, Rusty Wallace retired, but I was a kid. I didn't really pay no attention to. Jeff's that first guy that I've seen come into the sport 
and then retire from the driving part. Obviously, he's not retired from the sport. And just your thoughts on that. Well, first, it makes me feel old, <laughs> you know, really old, because uh, he was 18 years old when I first met him and have been involved in pretty much every point of his career. And, and then, again, was lucky enough to go back to Hendrick uh, and be part of the motorsports program over there for the, the last two or three years and, and be able to kind of be part of him finishing up his career. But when I, I look at the things he accomplished, I'm not surprised because I knew how much talent he had early in his career. Uh, but when I look at the, the leader that, that he's become and the man that he's become, what he's done for charity and, and how he really has matured in the sport to be somebody that people go to. And now what a fantastic job he's doing on television. I'm just really proud of him. We, we, we still have that big brother, little brother relationship. We can go months without speaking. And then if we get back together, we're giddy, playing tricks on one another, kidding around like we, we do when we go in the desert and race those dune buggies and things like that. We have a lot of fun, but it's it's really amazing when you look back at uh, all of the things that you you get to share and the moments that you've been part of. And, and as I said, you know, there's things that when I look back, I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. You know, just the times that we had racing with your dad, when you think about how lucky we were to be in that time, you know, and, and the fact that he at least took us over, uh, you know, he beat us up a little bit. And uh, it, it just was really, really a great a great time. Yeah. So, uh, Tell a good dad story during uh, this time. A story times. about your dad? Yeah, because uh, my I, listeners love that. I love your yeah, dad. Yeah. I was in, I was so... <laughs> He was the intimidator, and I was so intimidated by him. But you know, you couldn't show it because if you couldn't yeah. show it, he, you it know, if you worse. showed, he was worse, <laughs> right? So, you know, uh, so we had, to, so you have to compete against one of your heroes, and that's scary, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and people might not know this, uh, but you know, in '94 when he won the championship, the last three or four races of the year, I actually built shocks. I was racing the crew. I was the crew chief of the 24 car, but I was actually building shocks for Andy Petrie to put on the three car. Oh my gosh! Because we knew we wanted Chevrolet yeah. to win that championship. Is that and your when you dad had the Rad development. Um, no, that's not kind of what we had a little program. But Andy oh, and I yeah, were friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andy and I were friends, and I was pretty far out ahead everybody on shocks at that time. And so, you know, we just would build them and put them on the on the three car and if Dale liked me he'd, he'd run the 24 car shock so I was proud of that but that would not happen in today's world no, no. <laughs> you know, but it, it was it was really Andy and I had our own channel we had our own channel where we could talk to one another what are you gonna do Andy I don't know what are you gonna do we we weren't even on the same team yet we could talk to each other on the radio long before That's these crazy. other guys but your dad and I one time I'll tell you th this story and, and I told Dale Jr. this I said man one time we were at Bristol and we were racing Rusty Wallace for the win. And I think for the championship, your dad had crashed and the front of the car was, was tore up. And Jeff bumped him to move him. And he got mad. So he ran Jeff all over the track. And I was mad at your dad for doing that. So after the race, it's Bristol, right? Everybody's mad. <laughs> I go up in the three truck and I'm yelling, but your dad's not there. So then just forgot all about it well the next week at Darlington you know the champion and the point leader parked side by side so the three and the 24 are always parked side by side right so he comes out of the truck and he looks at me before practice at Darlington he goes he points right at me he said I want to talk to you and I was like okay he said after practice so I still never thought any more about it and I'm working on the 24 car and I'm coming out of the back and I had a, a shock in my hand out of the 24 truck and Richard Childers goes Dale wants to talk to you this is after practice so I turn around, I walk up in the three truck, and Dale's sitting there, and he looks at me and he says, you going to hit me with that shock? I said, I will if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, don't you ever 
come yelling at me or my guys in my truck. He said, you respect. He said, don't you ever. And I said, well, don't you ever run into the 24 car. My guys work too hard on it. If you got a problem with Jeff, you do it. Now, I'm scared to death because I walk up in there. There's, now, you got to remember, right in the three truck, it's not like there's, you know, it, it's not like everyone else's truck with the gray and the, the, the black. There's deer heads and animals. I'm like, man, did you? And I said to him, did you shoot all these deer? And he goes, no, I just punched some of them. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get whooped here. So, And I said, well, don't run into the 24 car. And I kind of stood up for myself, but I was scared to death. And he said, all right, then, sit down. What do you think of Steve Park? <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he just from that day, you know, he just, as I said, he always treated me really well. But it was probably the greatest experience that I had those years that we got to race him. Because you figure, man, when you race the best in 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 class, it, it was it was just always yeah. There's no bigger accomplishment, no. right? Uh, it, it was yeah. it was fun, and but yeah. he did give us a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing about it is, if you did have the courage to stand up to it, it was so respected by him. Yeah. So if you could just muster up that courage, get in there and do it, then it was very well received and respected for the most. Well, part. Well, he had to see me shake. Yeah. So I was yeah. shaking like yeah. you know the lion at the, in the Wizard of Oz. I'm yeah. telling you, you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, he is going to whoop me, God, he's going to whoop me, but I I can't I. I can't show that I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's 15, and so we're just having all these conversations about teenage life and, you know, just everything under the sun. And I was sharing with her a story about my dad. And, and I'm like, Carson, now I'm 27. And I'm going in to talk to my dad about something. And I'm nervous <laughs> as can be. I mean, this is my dad. I shouldn't be that nervous. I'm 27. So, you know, you just got to go in there and say very respectfully what's on your mind, what you want to talk about. And I'm pretty sure that the response will, will be calm and respected. You know, your parents are going to tell you, no, they don't want you to do this, or this is what they think about it. But if you go in there, you know, with a good attitude about talking to them, it would be a lot easier. I mean, I was scared to death <laughs> of my father. I mean, even at 27. So <laughs> I'm like, but I was just using those stories yesterday with her. So I know those feelings. But I never crazy. really heard, I never heard him yell at anybody. Did you? Uh, me? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I guess thinking about, you know, I mean, obviously I was a kid, so I could get yelled at, right? Oh. But yeah, I, I guess you're right. I mean, stern. Yeah. Direct, you know, powerful, but yeah, I mean, not flat out pissy yell no. type thing. Not yelling and yeah. screaming and all no, that stuff that yeah. goes on now. I mean, I saw yeah. him tell a few people, oh yeah, well, meet, meet, yeah. meet me alongside the barn. Oh, but yeah. other than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a chance to meet my dad, Aaron? I didn't. And I always say to Ray that, in a way, it's kind of special to me because he's always that hero where I got to know Jeff and Rusty and Mark, and it's been great. But yeah. your dad will always be like that hero to yeah. me that I, yeah. so unfortunately. Cool. I, I mean, I did some autograph sessions, but I never got to know him. <laughs> gotcha. Trust me, I was a big fan. I actually had my one of my quarter midgets was painted up like the three car. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I was cool. And I don't know if you've ever seen her drive, but. She's not afraid to use somebody up like your daddy used to. Yeah. Once in a while, yeah, once in a while she's not afraid to put a wheel. Huge fan of your dad. Yeah. I yeah, wasn't no, really yeah. a fan of Ray and Jeff at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I saw her drive, I thought it was a guy and watched her just oh, God, she wheel whacked this a guy Belusia. so bad on the start of Belusia. I was like, who in the hell is that? And sure enough, it was her. <laughs> hey. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. This way you got to be. You got to yeah. hold your own. Stand your ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was never we afraid. Want, yeah, we want this equality <laughs> treatment, right? We got to drive. Yeah, drive like. Can't it. say I was, g- yeah. you know, good on equipment, but hey, I wasn't afraid, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go into the equipment. <laughs> okay, I tore up a few of your race cars. Go ahead, bring it up. Yep, 
go ahead and go there. We'll get it out. Yeah, you want to get? Yes. Uh, you can uh, treat this like therapy or something if you man, need to. Um, <laughs> the first two, the first two, uh, they were bush cars at that time, but the first two bush cars Oof. that she drove for me, she Those like totaled. And I was like, I never totaled the cars in owner, but we totaled two in a row. And then I think the, the very first night Thanks, that honey. we went to sprint car race at Knoxville, we just totally destroyed a car. Th- th- I had junk. nothing and to I do with like, that one. This is going to get expensive in a hurry. <laughs> so so I married her. Yeah, it was the way I had to cut expenses. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad y'all can laugh uh, about it. Yeah. That's yeah, great, yeah, right? right now. At yeah. the time, not so much, but yeah, now we right, can laugh. Right, right. That, that's a sign of a good I'm relationship. I'm probably not a good – I'm probably the uh, – Crew chief, owner, husband things, not a good combination. <laughs> Have hey. you heard that story? We, we raced Knoxville together. We made the Knoxville Nationals a huge accomplishment. So we had fired our crew chief the week before, raised now Believe the crew chief. Yeah. I'm the driver. So we make the race. I'd only run like five or six races that year, and we weren't really good. And suddenly at Knoxville, we kind of found something and, and did really well in the A-Main. It's 50 laps, 50 anniversary. And Sammy Swindell is like two seconds faster than the field at the, t- the time. I was a little bit nervous the day before. I'm like, oh, man, you know, you're racing against Kinzer and Swindell and Lasoski. Like, so I just confided my husband a little bit like, whew, I'm a little nervous. And he looked at me and he was like, look, what do you say? I, we don't have time for this. We ain't got time for, you know, you better you toughen want, it up. You better toughen it up. Do you want a husband or do you want a crew chief? Because I can't do both right now. And he was <laughs> dead serious. Oh, I was so pissed. I was like, husband. All right, I say crew chief, and I ran out. I called my mom, like, Mom, race me, Sophie. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're, we're getting ready to race the world. We got no time I mean, for this. You better toughen we up. We can laugh now, but it, mm-hmm. I, oh, it was, it was a little rough. That is, a, I'm glad you shared that story because yeah. Carson's going to be driving her first limited late model for our yeah. late model team wow. in a couple of weeks. Awesome. And LW, my husband, is you know over that program and very involved in in this start for her. And they, you know, this is stepdad daughter relationship dynamic, yeah. dynamic. But then he's over the program and in charge. And so yeah, we we may have to use that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I've got a few more too if you need. Yeah, <laughs> more stories like that. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Like when we raced against each other, we have another similar story. It's <laughs> a lot of background here. A lot oh, of history. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so my last kind of what's on the horizon for your family or career-wise, what's going on? What's What do we have for to look for? Or what What's next on the accomplishment list here? Well, you know, from <laughs> my side, I, I want to spend more time uh, with my family, but I'm enjoying this semi-retirement. I love doing Americana. I love doing the vintage racing and tracking down the cars. And I still work at Hendrick Motorsports. And probably the highlight of my week is on Tuesday, I get to sit in the driver crew chief meetings and, and listen to what's going on and the driver speaking. So um, it's great to be involved there. I'll, I'll continue to help Mr. Hendrick and, and the guys because it's something I enjoy. And Americana is something I want to really try and continue. But we're uh, in the process of just completing a purchase of a motor coach so that we can take the family and go to some of these vintage events and do things that we couldn't do before. We're going to attend the Indianapolis 500 and things like that this year. So it'll be fun. Yeah, I guess for me, really, I want to focus on on being a mom and raising Kate, but at the same time, keep my hand in the sport, whether it's doing some radio or doing some driving instructing. I still, you know, want to keep my, my interests. Yeah, we're up for uh, commercials, right? I mean, we're driving yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We haven't gotten a call in a while. I know. What, what is going on with hey, that? Hey, if you ever need a car, you know, you Music can use videos. the chicken coop there. Yeah, we need an agent. <laughs> Seriously. Hello. <laughs> Hello. All right, well, this has been great. I appreciate you two joining me. We'll do a quick rapid fire with the two of you. So you got to answer quick here. No drawn out. It probably won't be hard for you with this first one. But favorite Disney princess. <laughs> You're going to figure this out. You got a girl. You better know uh, she's got them now. Come on now. 
Princess Leia? Is she a Disney princess? No, Star Wars, <laughs> but move on. Go ahead, uh, Aaron. <laughs> Ariel, because the red hair. Princess Leia's hot now, so we're going to give okay. you that one. Ariel. <laughs> I only know Ariel because of Kate. So yeah. if you asked me that question like three years ago. So I this is going to be good perspective from the two of you. The go-to outfit for Kate, Ray. What do you put Kate in? How do you dress Kate? It's anything that slides over her head easy. <laughs> buttons up and be done. No, actually, he <laughs> changes her half the time and leaves her, like, bottom half undone. I'm like, what about her onesie? Her oh, they were too difficult to get. She didn't want them on. All right. What about you, Erin? Um, pajamas or easy stuff. What was the so question? So your like go-to outfit's go -to? just easy stuff, too? Yeah. Come like on now. It is. Like, well, actually, my go-to is her shoe collection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love she it. She doesn't walk yet, but she's got some shoes. Yeah. We saw that. Boots. All kind of good <laughs> stuff. Yes. <laughs> First word, mom or dad? Is she talking yet? She says mama and dada, but okay. I'm not really sure she's referring to <laughs> us or she just is babbling. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chevy because I'm trying to get her a sponsor. Oh, jeez, uh, here we go. Okay. That's a, two syllables. Is Yeah, that's going to be a tough one, Chevy. Well, dada, Chevy. Yeah, but it still works. Yeah, it's we not going to come out. The V is not going to come out right for a long yeah. time. I'm just going to. That's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you again. Hair 911, what's your emergency? All right, it's time for our Hair 911. This week, Bedhead by TG's Hair 911, we asked, are you looking to add volume, body, and lift to your hair? You can always tweet us at Hair 911, and at TG Creatives will come and save you. Aaron, you and I have similar hair, you know, long, straight. I don't hold yeah. volume very well. No, yeah. I don't either. <laughs> I need <laughs> tips and tricks. You do hold volume well. Well, look, and yeah. at he my does. age, I'm looking to do anything with my hair, including keep it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this product's not for that, but this product is for Aaron and I for the volume. Yes. TG recommends this queen for a day. I love the name, so this will fit right in. Um, it's phenomenal for creating and adding massive amounts of volume to your hair. It's a spray application that allows you to spray the product where you need it most. At the roots for lift is typical. Do you have oily, dry? How's your hair type? Um, pretty dry. Yeah, so you don't have that problem as much. For me, I'm oily, so, you know, using products can typically yeah. make that worse. So you got to use it in the right spot so that you don't have that problem. For even more massive volume or more of a lived-in second-day look, you have lived-in second-day looks, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, with a baby, I've got, like, lived-in <laughs> three-day look. Um, you can spray a second application in through the mid-lengths and ends after the first blow-dry. Comb through and use a round brush style, and you're going to have sexy, voluptuous, head-turning wow. hair. Well, I like Whoa. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We also wanted to let you know, you, you need to check this show out, Ray. There, there's a show that TG has on TLC called Global Beauty Masters. It is extreme, extreme, extreme hair, nail, and fashion show. And the idea is that someone goes out and wins, and they do the most extreme, outrageous concepts. And, and the reason I say that you can watch it is because I've seen a robotic hairstyle come down the runway on their little teaser show. So the things wow. that they're doing, wow. you know, you might get some ideas for cars. I don't know. I saw the. Is that the same show where that guy that had the 88 shaved into his head was on? <laughs> that probably wouldn't. <laughs> no, make it wasn't it. that. No. I don't think it. I mean, that's extreme to us, <laughs> but you should see the stuff that uh, they're coming up with. So you can check that out on Thursdays at 6 p.m. on TLC. It was pretty outrageous. So, all right. Well, thanks again, and hope everyone's enjoyed this edition of Fast Lane Family. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 